Hello and welcome to the Fence End Podcast. Um, just the three of us today. Uh, I'm Liam and then we've got Fraser. Hello, Fraser. Hello. And Simon. Hello, Simon. Hello. Um, we did actually record one last week, but Paul's recording didn't didn't come out very well, so we sacked him off. That's how it works. <laughs> but it is worth noticing we all went 3-0 to Oxford against Doncaster with Henry scoring two and Brannigan scoring. <laughs> so, like, how unfortunate is that? Yeah, there you go. <laughs> um, right, so, 3-0. Um, I mean, I think we were just better than them on the day, weren't we? Is yeah, that was, fair to say? Yeah, well, it was a funny one, wasn't it? Because... Um, I, they're clearly actually not a bad opposition. Um, and, you know, it's the same scoreline that we got against Gillingham, yet you'd fancy Doncaster to spank Gillingham on, on each of those showings. Yeah, um, I thought the first seven or eight minutes, I thought Doncaster were phenomenal, to be honest, yeah, the way they were yeah. flicking the ball about. And I just sort of turned to the people around me and went, there's no way they can keep this up for 90 minutes, is there? And it turns out they couldn't keep it up for 10 minutes. <laughs> um <laughs> But it was so fast and, and difficult to keep up with. And then once we got our foot on the ball a bit, uh, I think from then on, um, uh, there was only one outcome, really. Yeah, they had a few a few chances in the second half, but I think fairly similar to the Gillingham game, we took our foot off the gas. It reached a point where the game was ours. Yeah, there seems to be a lot of... Uh... People have sort of alluded to the fact since that game that um, of all the good results we've had recently, this was the best one because we were playing a team in our division who we sort of looked at as the same as us, if you like, yeah. uh, in their ability and their sort of size of club. And, and uh, you know, we sort of wiped the floor with them. Um, so the, the, a lot of people have sort of been saying they, they see this as the most impressive result of recent results. Well, playoffs last year. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, mm. yeah. Um, and I know there is a bit of a hangover often, and, and I think Pompey is seeing that this season. But Doncaster, I think, I don't know, they just seem they seem quite well organised. Um, yeah. And then, yeah, it was just fairly easy. And, and we won 3-0, and, and they did have a couple of chances, but we had more than we took. You had uh, Fosu hitting over first off and then hitting the post. You had Brannigan's volley... Um, all of which we've seen similar goals go in in the last few weeks. So, yeah. you know, it, yeah, it could have been 3-2, but it just as easily could have been, you know, 5-0. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, yeah. Uh, for the, the notes for this game, I've got crap ref, Jamie, <laughs> Jamie bloody Mackey is a note <laughs> I've put, and then Dickie suspension, so we'll, we'll cover each of those. Um, yeah, I thought the ref was pretty shocking offered very little protection to either side and and would sort of if if a free kick was given it was for the third foul on that same player it was like it, they were kicked they were kicked again and if they were kicked again he'd give a free kick um and it, I, I just thought he was useless to be honest uh yet again he took sort of 10 seconds to give the penalty i i looked this up actually the the lines uh the the assistant referee, it's not a linesman anymore, the assistant referee has a buzzer because um, if they flag, it's uh, it's too much pressure on the ref. So, Really? They, Is that yeah, a thing? Yeah. Oh, it's the, too much pressure on the ref. Because the ref has such a uh, uh, like non-pressured job anyway. <laughs> oh, right, because like, everyone can see him doing that. Yeah. So if he doesn't then give it, we'll all be like... Well, we'll well all the say, lino gave it. Excuse me, ref. <laughs> yeah. 
in a very polite way. Yeah, yeah. that was a way act. I, I just thought the ref was, was pretty shocking. Um, yeah. it's just, uh, when you yeah. mention the buzz, that's like a little buzzer on the handle of the flag, isn't it? Yeah. Because yeah. what you really want is like one of those X Factor big big golden buzzer on the corner flag or something like that. So if he <laughs> yeah. it, just runs over. Like when that. you're yeah. absolutely yeah. sure yeah. that it is a penalty, you yeah. can do a gold cross one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And, and it some... overrules the referee. The referee and... can't not give it. Yeah. yeah, and then some stupid emotional song starts playing. Like, um, <laughs> I walked across. Like that. Yeah. Lovely. Um, I, yeah. In fact, I reckon the managers should have access to that button. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think we've just bettered football. It's better than VAR. Yeah, yeah we have. I exactly. think we've just won football. Yeah. <laughs> you know how people win Twitter? I think we've yeah. just won football. Uh, yeah, Jennifer Anderson broke Instagram. <laughs> yeah, I saw that, yeah. Um, Right, so uh, that covers the ref. I I didn't think it was very good. Do either of you want to leap to his defence, Fraser? Looking at you, <laughs> um, no. <laughs> <laughs> you will not. Uh, you will not find defence from me, Mister Referee. He couldn't even give a throw. Four throw-ins. He got absolutely wrong. Yeah, yeah. It like it gave them to Doncaster when they were our throws. It like so easy to see the the. I think it was the third one. Mental. How we didn't see that. Moose went to clear it. And unbelievable. And the arrogance of the way he... I'm shouting now. (laughs) The arrogance of the way he... I know that the body language clearly shows it was an Oxford throw. And I know that, you know, that it must have taken a movement. But I didn't see the contact. So I'm going to give it the other way anyway. Yeah, exactly. Absolute pillock <laughs> so many so many words um yeah. in this in slight defense and it's not really in defense of his abilities it's just incompetent rather than you know in any way dishonest i mean that's, yeah. that's what we have to say we're referees there yeah you know they're just a useless human being yeah <laughs> yeah. yeah so yeah and uh it just you just notice that foul throws are just never given anymore ever no. yeah and then and then it will be some time in the second half, they go. No, you need to take it from that spot. When they've yeah, not yeah. given a toss about that in the in the, you know, for the first sixty odd minutes. Yeah. Um, however, what a stupid thing for Dicky to do because I think that is a booking, isn't it? If you jump up to disrupt a yeah, a and, drop and, kick. and there was like a five second build up to it where you could see he was going to do it, and mm. everyone started going, "Don't, don't do that! Don't do that!" Don't, what? You even had time to think about it, and he did it. It was, it was really, it was really and stupid, wasn't it? I, we had we had defenders back. Yeah, they didn't really have much going forwards, so that it was it was absolutely pointless. Um, yeah. But I've, I'd said a few weeks ago when I thought Brannigan was suspended, I'd rather you know, Dicky can be suspended, and then on at a different game, Brannigan can, and at a different game, Goring can. Yeah. If all three went out, <laughs> that's uh, that's less fun. I think. Yeah, no, exactly. Um, and then my my other note is Jamie Bloody Mackey. <laughs> oh, what a guy! Yeah, it was in in. I think it was in the second minute. The ball went towards their keeper, and Jamie Mackey like sort of fired up, and I yeah. sort of jokingly said, "Well, he's not going to stop for the next two hours," <laughs> and he doesn't. <laughs> no. It's just amazing, and he's still sprinting. Yeah. Um, well, I'd love to see him on Sunday morning. Is he just dead? <laughs> <laughs> Can he just not move? Yeah, I, I, I really don't know. It, like, what does he eat? Yeah. 
Uh, unbelievable. I mean, that could be said for a few players, I think, with um, with how they're playing at the minute. I think Fosu's been insane recently. He gets the ball. His defending um, yeah. during that game. And, and bearing in mind, when we when we got him, we had Charlton fans warning us that he's all right going forwards under Robinson, but won't track back at all if he loses the ball. Yeah. He was absolutely everywhere the other day. It was brilliant. It's weird because um, you're sort of looking at Fossu and still waiting for him to fade off because of all the reports we got about him from other fans. Yeah. But he still hasn't. <laughs> yeah. He's still, he's still pretty awesome. Um, James Henry, was that his 36th or 37th he's now got? It may have been both because um, he has obviously got the brace. But, you know, he's, he's at the moment, top goal scorer um, for the third season. Um Mm. Which is, I know some people will go. He's on penalties, but you know he takes a good penalty. There's pressure uh, in penalties as well. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. If if they were easy, we'd have got into a couple of you know international finals, wouldn't we? If they were that easy to take, yeah. so you know. Yeah, like, I heard someone like say in the fifteen sixteen season, um, if we had a penalty taker and a good goalkeeper, we'd have been top. Mm. <laughs> I think that's probably fair because we couldn't we couldn't yeah. put a penalty away at all. Although- I think if you come away from the fifteen sixteen season discussing what might have been, you really have high standards. <laughs> yeah, I mean, for fair. the love of God. <laughs> um, yeah. back, just go back to Mackie as well. I, 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 when he came in, it was the start of last season, wasn't it? And yeah. there were a few people who, well, not a few, a lot of people were, what the hell is this guy doing? You know, he's not going to cut it. And then gradually throughout the season, as he played in his sort of more suitable position and got fit and then this season has just I think shown what a a sort of I won't say inspired but a a very clever signing because I think the way he conducts himself and gives absolutely everything is a real kind of positive for the younger players in the squad to yeah look he, he is also, a teacher uh, yeah and also the academy you know i don't know how how much the the under 23s and under 18s are around that first team squad or whether he's you know around them but for them to see a player who has really absolutely made the most of his talent and and still gives absolutely everything in every game yeah um yeah he's he's brilliant and he he's sort of fun to watch and it's very rare that a player comes in and isn't flavour of the month and then becomes a fan favourite. Andy mm. Wing had it. Um, but you, a lot of the time, the die is cast really early. And we have a striker who doesn't score many goals who is a fan favourite, which can't happen often. Mm. Yeah. Um, and he finishes most games with a bandage around his head. <laughs> <laughs> which always looks good. Yeah, and, and winding up the opposition, which is even better. Yeah, like absolutely, you'd hate to play against him. Oh yeah, um, and I hope we never have to because he's never he's never retiring. No, he'll no. be playing when he's fifty eight. Yeah, you can imagine he will be one of those sort of players that gradually goes down and down through the leagues and 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 will end up playing. You know, where I don't know where he's from. He's London based, but he'll he'll end up playing for you know a Saturday side somewhere in about the fifteenth tier of football just yeah. because he loves the game. Yeah. yeah. Um, and he's a he's a type of player I'd love to have a beer with. Yeah, he, he could drink me under the table, but I'd love to have a beer <laughs> with him. Um, cool. So that is um, Don. Oh no! Before we move on, was it a penalty? 
Um, I think new new rules. Yes, it's a handball. Mm. His arm yeah. was up. Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah. I think you're right. Yeah, new rules. It it doesn't as haven't they removed intent and all of that sort of stuff? And it's basically if it hits your hand, it's handball. Yeah, if it's unnatural or um, gain advantage or like there are loads of different mm. things, but essentially, yeah, if it hits your hand, um, yeah, cool. Uh, I don't think it's officially been announced yet, but um, it's apparent we're getting this to the uh, training ground. Um, yeah, I think they they had a game against um, Wimbledon, didn't they, at the training ground this week, and they kind of put out that fans could go and watch. So that seems to be a change. Yeah, I don't think previously fans could go to the training ground and watch games. I'm not sure, but so whether whether something no, has I think happened, there was an insurance issue before. Right, okay. I think they couldn't get insured to bring people in. Um, right. so you know, stuff is obviously it's, happening. Things are changing. It's a, yeah. I think it's a really important sort of part of the, the the club moving forward because for most players, it's as fans we don't go to the training ground we just go to the to the ground and watch the games on a saturday or a tuesday but for the yeah. players that's where they do their work isn't it you know so yeah. having a really top class facility is going to be really important as we go forward yeah, yeah um unfortunately we we lost that game fairly oh, <laughs> fairly we? heavily i didn't even see the score bit. yeah 4-1 oh dear uh four set pieces apparently according to the i i follow um interviews um, yeah, but you know, aside from that, it, it's the training grounds a funny thing in general where we're getting it, and you just know if you look at the comments on Facebook and a few of the replies on Twitter and, <laughs> and the Oxford Mail, people go, Well, what about the stadium? As if, well, the problem is, I can't get the stadium at the moment, so yeah. do we no do one we... do anything? Yeah, until <laughs> it's like those times when, like, oh, we've got this, this playmaker who in five or six years, you know. Barca were interested when we signed Brannigan. Barca were interested in him. They they yeah. offered five million last season. Do we get him? <laughs> well, he's not a twenty goal a season striker, is he? So no. <laughs> <laughs> we're si- we're signing Matty Taylor. That is not Raheem Sterling. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, uh, absolutely bizarre. But you know, the training ground is one of those things. I personally think, yeah, it's a really positive thing. The cl- the club will actually own something. Yeah. There isn't a player, so yeah, that's that's got to be good. Yeah. Um, right, we we have uh, a couple of more sort of serious things now because uh, Andy uh, Andy Womble James um, passed away sadly this week. Um, so I believe there's there's talk of a, a, a minute's applause. Uh, is that right? That seemed to be what the club was saying. I saw when they when they um, announced it if, and, and, and talked about Andy, there was a, a mention that usually the, the the minutes applause is is reserved for sort of ex players or or managers or club officials. But I think somebody like Andy really sorry, it seems odd calling him Andy Womble. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, someone like Womble really encapsulates what the club is about. You know, and and that's the the people that that go to games and, and and do stuff behind the scenes you know I, I didn't realize how much he'd done you know as uh, being involved with the London road coaches and the social club and all sorts of stuff that these kind of people do un, un you know unpaid and and just for the love of the club and and, and it's those he, he really does encapsulate what the club is about yeah and I think he's just one of those fans that 
you, you hear the name and you go, oh, I didn't actually know him, but as soon as you see his photo or hear his name, you know who he is. Yeah. He's, he's absolutely everywhere. You know, whenever you go to an Oxford Oxford game or a forum or, or whatever mm. it is, he'll be there. Yeah. Um, and it's just yeah. like a friendly face around the place. Um, so that's, um, yeah, that's obviously really sad. And, and um, I'm sure because they, Rotherham have had a 16-year-old girl die recently a, mm. a Rotherham fan um Charlie Hunter uh and so they're gonna they're doing a minute's applause on this in the 16th minute I think okay. um which I'm sure the Oxford fans will join in with yeah. as well I think it's there's going to be a lot of respect around that yeah. in terms yeah, of the crowd um yeah so that's yeah that's the serious sort of side of the podcast which doesn't seem I don't know it's 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 a lot easier if it's light-hearted a podcast, but they yeah. that sort of thing needs yeah. to be covered. It well, does. Is, I, I must say, in else, a, go on, Fraser. Sorry. No, I was going to say, in, in a strange way, when you it's um obviously it's, it's terribly sad what's happened to to Womble, um, but it's um it's really nice that you've seen all the tributes come in and and how um sort of loved he was by people and and um it, that, that I know it's not a nice thing that's happened, but when you see that sort of stuff coming in, it's very nice to read it and you realise how respected and how sort of a uh, how sort of liked he was uh, as as a lifelong fan, and it's a lot of perspective. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Right, yeah. you you kind of read the read the you know the people's memories of him, and it just brings a smile to your face because you, you know, I think most fans who who kind of knew him by sight would always say hello, or you know, and obviously there's a lot of fans who who knew him very well, you know, and and have sort of relayed stories of how they first met him, or you know, I. My my overriding memory of him is is you know he, he's you turn up at an away game and he'll be in the pub somewhere you know whichever pub we're in he'll be there and he'll be looking for a bottle of Newcastle brown ale and he'll be unhappy if they haven't got it yeah. uh, you know and it, it was just he, he I was gonna say part of the furniture that that's kind of sounds a bit diminishing because he's he was more than that you know yeah he, he really and and you're right it, you know it is terribly sad whenever we lose anyone but I I think it's it's also nice that we're all remember i think perhaps we ought to remember people who are still with us in the same way you know let, let's appreciate our friends and and while we've still got them and yeah. uh, and you know don't take anyone for granted and and i yeah it's 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 going to be odd not seeing him at, at games now mm, yeah, yeah um i think yeah it's it's one of those things where the football uh, result shapes my week in terms of what mood I'm in mm. and this sort of thing happens and you go actually it doesn't matter at all does it no um you know the the it's nice that we've got this group of fans that you you do see the same faces each time you go to a, an away game or you know sat around you at the at the Kassam or or wherever you are you'll see the same sort of faces and and get that same vibe and we're all lucky to have that and uh, it's yeah, as you say, it's just a reminder to make the most of it and enjoy it. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think the way to get us back into football now uh, is probably by talking about the mural, um, Simon. So, uh, what's the update on that? I've cast my vote. Good, good. This is yeah. Um, obviously, there's there's uh, the two options now. If basically, the 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 initial vote on the style was so close and it was there was literally a single vote in it over the course of about 1800 votes or a thousand votes or however many you know it, it 
it was so close. What we felt was the right thing to do was to sort of visualise both both options. The one which was just the the um, the photographs. The other was the yellow and blue sort of stylized and sort of present those to say look because the initial vote was for a style and an image but this is what they'll both look like and you know here's here's a, a chance to to vote on what they're actually going to look like and you know uh we'll we'll do what people say <laughs> i sound like yeah. a politician we'll, yeah. we will <laughs> leave leave. really kind of yeah there's a real kind of uh a parallel with with brexit going on but yeah. um you know uh what not, will happen not... first the mural or the, or the <laughs> you know well it depends who you listen to whether you, if you believe in mr johnson or boris or, yeah. or the backstop or or whatever i sure there's plenty of there has been plenty of comment about this being a bit like brexit but, um, <laughs> will there be a free trade agreement with the south stand well there is it depends where the border is going to be whether oh. it's down the middle of the pitch or you know <laughs> or at the fence that fence yeah. is a backstop isn't it really yeah <laughs> At the beginning of the season, there was this big movement about every season has its moments and every kit has its moments. And I think we've sort of run out of them already. <laughs> I, I can't see how there can be many more. We've got the record away win. We are currently the top goal scorers in, um, in every competition. We are, um, we've beaten a premiership team 4-0. Uh, we're winning at home. I mean, that, that doesn't happen. We yeah. are scoring absolute worldies as well. Um, we've got a striker that when he gets a ball in a certain position, you go, he's going to score this. We've got wingers that when they get the ball, you go, something cool is going to happen. It, it's it's good finishes. It's good passing. It's very exciting. And I don't see why it's not 9,000 every week in terms of the the crowd now. It is steadily going up, but it just, what can they do to make it even more? Yeah, it's it's a real it's a real head scratcher, isn't it? I mean, um I really thought after the West Ham game, have we had two home games since then? We have, haven't we? Um I thought I thought the attendance Yeah, it's three 0 for each of them. Yeah. I didn't think the attendance I didn't think we'd sell out both games, but I thought there'd be at least a boost and I don't really think there has been. And it's it's very hard to be disappointed with Oxford United at the moment or anything to do with them. But when you get to the game two minutes to three, you can't help but look around you and think, I don't understand why there aren't more people here. I just don't get it. Um, it's, it's. I don't know. I, I wish I did have the answer to that, but I just don't know. I mean, they've reduced prices this year, haven't they? And um, if you if you aren't interested in the, the football side of it now, I don't know when you ever will be. No, because I think there, in terms of the, the football we're playing, so many people have said... We haven't seen football like this since the, since we got promoted. This is a higher level. And we are beating teams 3-0, 4-0, 6-0. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, we're through to the last 16 of a a proper cup. Not not the JPT, not the checker trade, not leasing or whatever it's called now, of the League Cup that we won all those years back. Mm. Yeah. We're through to I the mean, last 16 now. Yeah, I mean, when, you, when you sort of... When you space that out and say it to yourself, as ninety two clubs entered that, there are sixteen yeah. left, and we're one of them. I mean, yeah, the, <laughs> you know that, and it's not like, and we've, and we've got a chance of 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 a 
a decent result against Sunderland, who were below us in the table, you know, and don't and, have a manager. No, uh, uh, and getting through to the last eight, yeah, the quarterfinals of, Which, of the League Cup, and and that is looking at it and going, we're playing a team in the same league. Mm. We like we haven't got to this by oh, we've only had League Two teams. Uh, we've only had teams that are struggling in form. We played fifth in the Premiership, and the week who up- then the weekend after yeah. went up to third. Third, yeah. Uh, we played a Championship side who, you know, Millwall. We know are a difficult side to play against. We played them, and we we were two 0 down with three minutes to go. I mean, talking about those moments, every mm. season has a moment. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's just it's been uh, brilliant, and uh, and. Yeah. Long may it con- continue. I, I think on the on the attendances thing, Liam. I think um, it's one of the things we touched on last week in the one we could we didn't put out was um, I. So I work in a further education college, which is mostly sixteen, seventeen, eighteen year olds. And you know, if you're among students, often football is the discussion. Um, and any time they're ever discussing it, it's Liverpool, Man United, Chelsea, Arsenal, Spurs. Sometimes, and that's it, right? We're just not on the agenda, and I don't know that we'll be in a place anytime soon when we will be amongst that age group because football is so dominated now by the not just the top flight but the teams at the top of it or the big brands, if you like. Mm. Um, it, 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 there's so many ways that it's now uh, pushed on to to all football fans. You know, it's so driven by Sky Sports and betting and social media. Um, I think we're f- we're going to find it harder than ever to appeal to to younger fans, and I'm I, you know I'm not saying it's just younger fans that we want in, but obviously that's where you build a lifelong fan from usually. Yeah. Um And I, you know, it's it's sad, and I don't mean to to you know discuss this negatively, something to do with the club, and and I'm not saying it's the club's fault, but it is a reality is that we are in an age where it's I think it's just going to get harder to appeal to to younger fans. It really is. It, you're right. Absolutely. You know, the, the, the media, the print media, if you get a, a Sunday paper, it's pages and pages of articles about players, about match reports. And then, you know, underneath the printed tables, there'll be a little paragraph of what happened in League One and League Two put together. And you might get a mention, you might not. You know, the, the only yeah. mention of most games will be in the results. And that's, uh, you're right, it's very difficult to kind of, make people aware of what's going on because all, all you know it's only the, the local media that do that but if we can get people there they'll enjoy it i know the guy that um that sits near us gaz his he's his sort of historically family are, are port vale fans um but his lad like most lads do supports a, a premier league club liverpool i think it was but they've been going now for the last couple of years and his lad hasn't you know doesn't care about Liverpool anymore doesn't care about Port Vale it's Oxford because he goes yeah. and sees the games and and enjoys yeah. the moments and and he's there with his mates and 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 experiences football you know <laughs> in the elements and and actually at the game I think you yeah. you really can't beat it it's difficult I think if we can get people there they'll they'll enjoy it and and stay I think there's people are, you kind of seen some sort of forum quotes and people are oh it's difficult to get to oh it's difficult to park well we've got more parking spaces than pretty much yeah. anywhere else so, difficult to park I mean I, I just I, I don't know how long I can talk about that away. well you know either go and have a drink after the game and you know and leave it half an hour or you know squeeze out with everybody but you I, 
Don't like, leave early. No. You'll miss oh, some amazing yeah. stuff if you leave I, early. I mean, I, I Coventry a couple of seasons ago when I it was an evening game, so I drove there. I had to book pre-book a parking space, which cost me a tenner, and it took at least half an hour to get out of there. You know, yeah. That, and and Wembley yeah. as well. I know when we played there, it, it, some people were talking about two or three hours to get out of the parking. Three hours on the coach. Yeah. Which so, will have yeah. priority. Exactly. Yeah. So it's not difficult to get to. It's not difficult no. to find a parking space because there's thousands of them. And, you know, yeah, it's like everyone wants to leave at the same time. So it might be a bit busy. Well, you know, go and have a cup of tea or or, yeah. or just sit in your car and listen well, to, you know, Jerome and the interviews and, well, and then go. And this is the thing, isn't it? I mean, I, I saw that discussion this week on Twitter about parking and... Um, you know, if you if you travel to just a couple of away games every season, you will see that <laughs> we have such a great parking setup compared to I think any other club I can think of. We've yeah. we've got more spaces than anyone else in the football league. That's well, they, that well, is there you go. fact, and, and, and I mean, it's free. I I really don't want to sound like a Piers Morgan sort of get over it <laughs> lobby here, but sometimes in life you have to queue. Get over it. <laughs> I'm sorry, but that's the end of it. Sometimes you have to queue. There you go. Or, like you say, yeah. just wait in your car. But the longest I've ever had to wait, and this is from the overflow, is 45 minutes to get out of the car park. As you say, go and oh, have a drink. Like, yeah. And, and if, you, if, if I need to get away quickly, I turn up earlier. Yeah. And, and that's, yeah. that's the other thing as well. I mean, we're, we're all talking about how long it takes to get away if you park in the car parks. Well, there's Grenoble Road, where I used to park, you know, which, depending on when you get there, you might have a little walk to the ground. But if it's a 10 or 15 minute walk back to your car, you're imme- you're on the road. You're parked yeah. on the road, side yeah. of the road, you're away. So yeah. it's if you want to get away quickly, well, you can by parking on the approach roads if you, if you want to be close to the stadium. And like you were saying, I can't think of another club in our league or, or away games. I'm kind of halfway through the 96. I can't think of another club where the parking is... That close, right. free, yeah. and relatively easy to get away from. And I've seen, I've seen the response a few times of, um, yeah, but what if we started to get much bigger crowds every week? What would the parking be like then? And I think it was Darrell Eels used to say a lot. Well, give us that problem. We would yeah. love to have we'll that issue. It. Yeah, I, I imagine if we were sitting discussing the parking as a result of the fact we were getting eleven thousand every week. Mm. Oh, brilliant! Well, we'll find a solution, but. How good well, would it be solution. to be getting that every week? Yeah, yeah the West Ham you... game, they did that. They they did a park and ride system, didn't they, for the West Ham yeah. game? Yeah. So, you know, and I, it, I, it can it can be solved. You know, it, it's the same thing with the fourth. Why haven't we got fourth stamp? Well, we wouldn't, you know, we're not filling the rest of the ground on a regular basis. So we don't need it yet. But you're right. But yeah, come along to the games. If I, I, I don't know how many people listen to us on this podcast who don't actually get I think it's anyway. rapidly <laughs> diminishing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what, the overall number or the number that don't? Anyway, yes. Keep listening, yeah. please. Uh, but, hi, yeah. Tim. <laughs> yeah, hi, Tim. But hi, it, Tim. it's easy, you know, it is easy to get... To, I, oh, it, it frustrates me because the club are trying to do so many good things and... As a as a county and as a fan base, we need to, you know, get our money out and support the club. Yes. Speaking yes, of stupid absolutely. fans, sorry, talking about um, <laughs> uh, about money and stuff. Um, Berry refunds. Now the club have said, if you want, 
season ticket holders can have £12 off next season. I, like, I, I can't get into the mindset of getting a season ticket to save money. I get a season ticket for several reasons. One of them, the club needs season ticket holders. Two of them, uh, the second reason, um, it guarantees a seat for me, uh, a sellout game. It gives me a few extra perks, which is nice. Um, thirdly, I know where I am with it. I know exactly where I'm sat. I get a great view. I know the people around me. That's why I get a season ticket. Last yeah. season, I was away for six months of the season. It's a 10-month season. I was away for six of them. I knew I was away for six of them. I still got my season ticket. And when I say away, I don't mean I might not be able to make the games. I was in Italy. There, There is no way I could get to the games. So not only did I get my season ticket, I then paid the extra for iFollow so I could watch the game on my iPad. But it meant I knew I had my season ticket and it does good for the club. Mm. If you really want £12 off your season ticket, I, 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 I don't know. Uh, sorry, if either of you were actually going to take the refund. No. No. And, and I think it's that whole football clubs as businesses and, you know, sometimes sometimes clubs do take advantage and, you know, you hear of, certainly in the Premier League, they talk about monetising and things like that. Well, I think at our level, that's that's a different thing. We, we do see ourselves as a community club, you know, yeah, if, if if I bought something from Tesco's and it went off or, or or whatever, you would go back to them. But but you have an emotional, you should have an emotional attachment to a to your football club that I I I find it odd yeah. that that was when Berry went under that people were going well I want I want you know one twenty fourth or third of me of me season ticket money back. Why? Which I think some people will be saying, well. I uh, I would like the option. I think you should offer it, mm. which is fine. Yeah, I yeah. think I think what the club have done is perfect in going. If you want it, you can have it. So I sort of credit the club there. Yeah, but I I can't imagine taking it because I'm an Oxford fan. Yeah, yeah, I, and I think as well, it, it's it's sort of the reason we're talking about this is because a football club has gone out of business and gone bust. Yeah, and you we're know, going. We want to take money out of ours. Yeah, I don't know. I know there's, there was more to it than that, and and Berry were poorly run, and 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 you know dodgy owners and all of that sort of stuff, and we haven't got that. But equally, yeah, it, it's like, do you want a football club to support? Because if you do, then having no, a I want about, twelve pounds. Yeah, yeah. What's more important, <laughs> you know, getting getting your absolute money's worth, and 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 expecting to get a refund because we're missing a game or actually going you know what I, I, that you know let the club can have that because that'll yeah if, we, if if four three or four i don't know four thousand people at 12 quid each you know 50 grand isn't it that's that's a, a decent amount of money for two or three academy players to be brought in yeah yeah, yeah. good maths thanks simon um <laughs> Right, we've we've gone over what we normally do um, in the in the more frequent podcasts. Um, so we'll be quick about talking about Rotherham. Rotherham are one of those sides. I just you know not quite a Fleetwood, but up there. Uh, I, I can just remember playing them so many times and going, "Ah, oh, what we've lost again." Yeah. Um, is this season different? What do we think? Um, well, we had one of my favourite actually away games was the cup game there a few years back where we I think we beat them three two really mm. good day out there, um, 
I don't know. Are we asking for score predictions? Yeah, let's do it all. Go I'm gonna it. say I'm gonna say two one Oxford. Well, I'm gonna go for another three nil. I think Ooh, because Doncaster had only conceded ten before we played them. Rotherham are on ten conceded. You know they were going oh well we you know I think we're 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 being that team that that sort of breaks people's good runs at the moment. Oh, don't say that. Oh, good runs. <laughs> good oh, runs is fine. Oh. But I, I thought I thought you were just talking about runs in general and we got South End coming up. So. <laughs> oh, I don't want to think about that. Oh. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to go 3-2, I think. I'm going to gonna say Oxford will win and it'll be close. Um, but then, in honesty, that's what I said last week against yeah. <laughs> Doncaster. Yeah. But, you know, that was never sent out, so it's not official. Um <laughs> Before we do actually finish off completely, um, can we just take a moment to go Reading? <laughs> um, <laughs> um, so in case you didn't know, they six weeks ago they hired a new director of football called Mark Bowen, who two weeks ago, was it, fired their manager and then has spent two weeks... Um, sifting through CVs and making a short list of the candidates, interviewing and all of that stuff, and then appointed himself yeah. <laughs> as the first team manager. Now, that lot down the road did that a few years ago with Lee Powell was in charge for a few games, wasn't he? Yeah, he was. Um, yeah, it, I, I don't know. Absolutely mad. No, it, what, it was, I mean, it was one of those moments when you hear about that and you think... Oh my god! I haven't seen it yet, but I love that Twitter exists. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm yeah, going yeah. straight to the replies. Absolutely, I saw yeah. his Wikipedia page change. <laughs> so under his coaching experience, under Reading, it said coach and snake. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's yeah, just that brilliant. Good. That was good. Uh, yeah. Faith in humanity when when something like that happens. Yeah. Um, awesome. Well, uh, well, let's hope. You know, we're talking next week about another win uh, this time, an away win at a tidy ground for Rotherham. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, sort of a pleasure to go to, and and uh, above all, it's that perspective about the fans that have have recently passed away, and and sort yeah. of a lot of respect both ways there. Yeah. Well, uh, can I can I just say uh, hi to some people? Hi, Dan Curtis, who tweeted us earlier. Um, we weren't on strike; just had a little technical thing. Yeah. Uh, hi Joe Leonard this was my mate and hi Andrew Lawrence who always replies and says nice things about the podcast and hi Tim ah that's nice yeah yeah that was nice yeah. um, if you've all switched yeah, off by now that's all taken back so, so have we <laughs> <laughs> um, if if you want any birthday shout outs or anything like that we'll do that yeah why not we we need to fill the time although we've, we've overdone this week because we didn't do last um, right okay Cool. Well, thanks for that, Fraser. And thanks to everyone for listening. Um, Please join us again next week. And goodbye. Bye. Bye. Bye.